Hello. Oh, oh, hey there, bud. Oh, welcome back to our podcast. This is our first episode in God only knows how long. Months. It's been too too many months. Uh, what is it now? Seven. Yes, it's like the draft. So the draft was in March. So I feel like I've aged another ten years. That's eight months. That's eight months. Almost eight months. Almost nine months. Yeah. The hell? No, March. I don't Not even know. When the draft was right, March. Or Dude. April? Yeah, no, it was April. So it's been seven months. Oh. Seven freaking months, seven months since our last episode that we recorded. And that was over the interwebs. Yeah, and that was over the interwebs. We're uh, we're all in person now. We've we are all cleared of the the Roner, the COVID. And uh by the way, we got some special guests today. Vinny and I got some special guests here. Joining us is uh, in person we got Luke the Potatoes Krakowski. And Molly the Meat Larson. Holla! <laughs> Live from Schmoes Hose. Yeah, welcome. We're uh, at a new location. Yeah, might be. This is uh, this could be our permanent residence now <laughs> for Hey There Bud podcasts, and might be living in Schmoes now. This is a Schmoes bar out in Shoreview, Minnesota. It's a private bar. It's a private bar. But come on in and have a have have a little brewski with us. But we might not let you in. You can't go. come in. You can't come in you unless unless you're clear of COVID. Yeah, but it's a private bar. Yeah, it's a private bar. So. <laughs> you, if you're on the list, we'll we'll consider you. Schmodies. Yeah, what? Schmodies. Schmodies. What's a schmodie? Like a roadie, it's but a roadie, schmodies. But it's from <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by drunk driving. <laughs> take a schmodie. Take a schmodie. It's on the house. Yeah, we don't advise drunk driving on either, but. No. No, I'm just having a nice no, no. Coors Light. <laughs> no, officer, I'm just, I didn't, I didn't endorse it. I just had a Coors Light on the podcast. <laughs> we got to talk about sports, don't we? I think we do. Oh, geez, man. I mean, I don't know where to start. We've had, we missed so much over the last seven months. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. We 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 can't really talk about too much no. for the last seven months because so much shit's happened. We need to say we're disappointed. We, we we're disappointed in a lot of things, dude. We're we're disappointed that we haven't recorded an episode in seven months. Yeah. With with you know with the virus going on, we we finally figured out. Well, let's just fucking do it. You know, we just got to get it done. We we got to we got to get our listeners to finally get their fix. But also the and also the twins, man. Disappointed in the twins, in their in their playoffs. They they have eighteen straight playoff losses now, which is a a record for North American sports teams in general. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's pretty impressive. If you lose that much, I mean that's you know that's 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 a record that holds dear and near to my heart. You like that record? You like that, bud? <laughs> you like that one, bud? Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't know. I thought they could at least win against Houston. It is what it is. Could have won one game, just one, just one, just one. Nice. Polanco threw an error and cost cost the Twins the the, the game. Yeah. And now here we are, months later, and the Dodgers won their first World Series in thirty two years, and the the Twins are still looking for their first in thirty years. We'll see if they see if they win theirs and. Also joining us, we got River, uh, Molly's dog. 
<laughs> she likes to bump into things. There's like four animals in this house. There are four animals in this house. We're in this bar. We're not talking about the Sorry. house. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is with the twins. Hopefully they do something next year, maybe bring back Nelson Cruz. That'd be dope if they could bring back the boomstick because, I mean, the lineup would be shit without him, I think. Yeah, I know. He's kind of the rock of the team right now. The leader. He's the leader. With all the young guys on it. Apparently, he, uh, he he pitched Malik Beasley to re-sign with the Timberwolves. Wow. Which is also something uh, worth noting is that Timberwolves re-signed Beasley, Malik Beasley, to a four-year $60 million contract. I think it was $60 million. And uh, well, although the fourth year is an, is an option, so it's really a three-year deal. Yeah. But, yeah, Nelson Cruz set up some sort of video package and was, like, telling him to re-sign with the Timberwolves. And there was, like, a Twins jersey and a Vikings jersey with uh, that was customized with his name on the back. So Rosas basically tried Sick. to tried to basically make it as personable yeah. for Beasley as possible to re-sign with, with the Timberwolves. Get him back with the Minnesota crowd, you know. Yeah. I know he's got his legal troubles, but if but it sounds like they're pretty confident that he'll be uh, able to move past that. I love his legal troubles. That just makes me like him more. <laughs> <laughs> he was tabbing on the window with a gun and found like pounds of weed in his house. Dude's sick. I Hell yeah, dude, dude, that makes that makes Minnesota relevant again. Yeah. <laughs> with crimes. With crimes. That gets the news talking about the state. Thank you, Malik Beasley. Any publicity is good publicity. For, uh... Yeah. If anything, if there's anything I've learned from watching the, the news, cable news, is that any anything is is good as long as you're talking about something. Especially if it's negative. Especially if it's negative, or if it's or if it's shit that you make up off the top of your yeah. head. Like it's from that movie Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. And Jay <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute isn't that the movie with like the bunch of like the little spider things <laughs> oh i'm thinking of critters Crit- <laughs> crawlers and critters <laughs> the sequel to critters Nightcrawlers. <laughs> <laughs> this time it's just jake gyllenhaal in a black leather jacket crawling on the floor <laughs> <laughs> But at Schmo's here, we do have jerseys up on the wall. Yeah, we got. And we have some old school North Star jerseys up. It's like all North Stars stuff here, mm. which is pretty sweet. And and some uh, 1980 men's hockey. Yeah. USA Placid hockey team. Lake. Speaking of the Lake North Placid. Stars in their jerseys, the Wild released their new retro jerseys. The guys have new retro jerseys out there, bud. What do you think of them? So when I first saw them, I was like, yeah. And then, like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I heard it. It was so, the yeah heard around the world. <laughs> then, yeah. yeah, around the whole state. And then, you know, I feel like people warmed up, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like people are warming up. I've, I've warmed up to them. Yeah. So I don't really love them, but I do like them, though. Um, They're all right. I think it's funny to see, like, it's pretty split among wild fans, but among, like, the NHL fan base as a whole, it's like if you're not from Minnesota, everyone else loves the jersey. They're like it's like one of the top ones. While people in Minnesota are kind of like really like it or they don't like it or they're just in the middle. So it's kind of interesting to see that. And Luke said before he had a theory of like it's just kind of the color change of the main logo. I was kind of just weird right away. Used to seeing like the green in there and the red 
you know, it's like a different, completely different color scheme. And then when you see it with all that gold, you're kind of like, I don't know. It's a little bit jarring because you're yeah. so used to like muted and dark colors with like the dark green, the dark mm. red, maybe not dark red, sometimes it's Christmassy, but like just seeing it pop with yellow at first, you're like, whoa, all right, let's calm down a second. Yeah, it kind of looks like a piss yellow to me, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like it warms your heart when like you look back at like, you know, if you see like a full green jersey or something, that looks a little bit better. But with you yeah. know, just like the yellow, uh, contextually looks a little bit strange at first. But you know, a little, little bit later. Yeah, it'll caught me off a little uh, off guard a little bit, especially because they kept the you know that that like beast logo that they have yeah. instead of using I don't know something else with maybe the M or the word Minnesota or something like that. I don't know. Head. <laughs> does, anyone, does anyone want anything from McDonald's? <laughs> Molly, <laughs> Molly, we're recording right now. <laughs> Well, this is Molly's first uh, interaction with the podcast, everybody. Her first chime in. Uh, no, Molly, I, I would, I, I'm okay with, no, I don't need McDonald's. I'll Thank you, water. Okay. You can pour water here. There's tap water here. You can buy a bag for like a dollar, can't you? That's true. I worked at Arby's, that was our deal. <laughs> what is steel? Anyone? No. Sure, <laughs> I pizza. No, yeah, I thought you had pizza. I know, I just want fries. <laughs> Where were we? Um, well, okay, well, on that note, uh, <laughs> um, this Jersey situation, controversial if you're from Minnesota, outside of Minnesota. Most people seem to like it. Seems to seem to think it's pretty legit. I'm very excited for their alternates. When does the, when do those come out, bud? No clue. No clue. They they are coming out with new ones, but we don't know yet. Um, I mean, it's got to be pretty soon. Seasons can be starting pretty quick here, so they're trying to release like two more jerseys. Yeah, this, aren't they? Yeah, so two more. Like, there's the like Adidas. the Winter Classic, and then like the... Winter Classic and the alternate jerseys. Yeah, so now I think they're just trying to wait for the cash cow for mm-hmm. the advertising placement of just you know, throwback, uh, whatever the fucking Winter Classic is gonna have it next year. So they're probably gonna throw that out next year, and then like it's gonna be a while until we yeah. see everything pretty that we want to see, but. I feel like that's when they're really going to be more ambitious. Yeah. Hopefully. Are they going to be as ambitious with free agency? No, they are, they haven't really been. They I guess they signed that new goalie. Cam Talbot. Cam Talbot. He seems, from what, what I've understood, is that he's statistically is one of the most average goalies in the that's NHL. What we need. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> average is better than bad. Yeah. So. We went from like. One of the worst goal goaltending to average, and that's a pretty big step. So. Hey, <laughs> as long as as long as they're average, they should be yeah. better mm-hmm. as a team. He sounds desperate too, which is like nice, you know, kind of like a desperate player who wants to prove himself. Yeah, I mean, he signed what was it? A, was it a two-year, three-year deal? He had the option for two or three. He chose three because you know, and it was a pretty cheap contract from the Wild because they're kind of mm-hmm. short on cap space. Right. Say it's a good signing. I mean, why not? Why the, why the fuck not? So, Easiest position to improve on. So it's like, yeah. True. Yeah. It's true. Although it takes a special talent to play goalie, as we saw with that, with the, uh, who was, who was it that, um, wasn't it Toronto or something like that, that had the, the guy from the stands just come in and play goalie? That was for. That was Carol. No, that was Hurricanes. That was, yeah. That, that was, was Carolina. Hurricanes, yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. <clears throat> also, yeah, the, the Blackhawks had a, a beer league uh, goalie play, and he was like, he only had like, what, like 12 shots or something, but played so well enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is that if you're a goalie, it, like it, it takes special special skills. It's like lots of practice and shit. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just get somebody who's like a forward, you know, mm-hmm. and, and just move them to fucking goalie. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the Wild now they got uh, Marco Rossi. Yeah, that seems like at least it's pretty exciting, even though they might not do very well this year. You got Marco Rossi. Oh, Gray moved. <laughs> <laughs> got Marco Rossi. Got Marco Rossi. Got uh, Caprizov coming over finally, which is very exciting. Is it like a 24-year-old or 23? 23 or 24. I think he's 23 this year. Yeah. Kirill Kaprizov? Yeah. yeah. And um, He's pretty much ready at this yeah, point, isn't he? Two-time highest goal scorer in the KHL, yeah. second-best league. Love it. Oh. <laughs> I've been waiting for it. Oh, a little the big river. Dog got in the yeah. small cat bed. It's adorable. <laughs> Good river seems pretty comfortable with Kirill Kaprizov too. Yeah, everyone's ready for Kirill. Yeah. yeah, Wild Nation's ready for him, man. I'm ready for Rossi, Fifi. Yeah, Joel. <laughs> Joel. Joel. I didn't know that Nick Bugstad was six foot six. Yeah, he's huge. He's a large man. Massive. Yeah. And a gopher too, so like what's not to love? Besides mm-hmm. maybe some play, but Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's fucking nuts, man. He could he could dunk in the NBA, I'm sure. I don't know. We have Greenway trying to get better as well and be less fat coming into the next season. <laughs> He's also six foot six. We're going to have a team of giants and shrimps coming in. Yeah, and there's no in between. And and there was a poll because, you know, obviously Koivu's gone. There's a poll I saw on Reddit of, uh, on the Wild Hockey subreddit. It was like, who should be the next captain? Uh, it was overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly like Spurgeon. They wanted Spurgeon to be the next captain. Why is that? He seems well. He's kind of a fan favorite, um, just because he's not very well known around the league, at least for fans. Seems like in here we really know how good of a defenseman he is, even though he's you know pretty small. Um, yeah, he's been described as like an analytics darling, so yeah. like sleepily just doing the stuff that matters, but yeah. not really standing. Nothing out. flashy. Yeah. Um, but it seems like even like with. The whole merger, like he was the one to be texting Kirill Kaprizov or Kaprizov about what was really happening with the team and why they got rid of the old GM and what the new GM's trying to bring in. Because when Fenton was there, he was making all these moves. And even if a trade worked out, like people didn't know what he was doing. No one in the building knew. So Kaprizov's kind of like, I, we don't exactly know if he's thinking about not actually coming over, but he at least had the thing of like, you see the instability, and you're just yeah, like, all right, I should know. I be going over there? So at least when uh, Bill Guerin came in, um, he, the third Spurgeon was like the main guy to be talking to everybody, and he was the first guy that I believe texted um, Marco Rossi as well, and some of the new players that were coming over, like Marcus Johansson and um, Mojo and Nick Buse said so. He seems like a leader, even though it's, it's not like a rowdy leader. It's more quiet again, which that's why some people are kind of disagreeing on that. Because like we have Mark, we had Miko Koivu, who's a similar type of leader, more quiet, kind of like a Joe Mauer. Yeah, and then Jared Spurgeon's very similar in that sense. So some people wanted maybe more like, um, you know, the Moose, 
uh, Marcus Foligno or something a little bit more rowdy. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't mind Jared's version. I mean, I, it would be interesting to see him going that route a little bit more. But I to, don't know. to me, I, I don't give. I don't think it matters how extroverted or introverted you are. If you're a leader, you're a leader. If people, you know, people can rally around you, then then you're doing something right. Mm-hmm. So whatever. I mean, I think it, it just if if your personality is you're a little quieter, who fucking cares. <laughs> yeah. It's like with the uh, Justin Herbert when he got <clears throat> drafted this year. Like people were worried, like, "Well, he's like an introverted leader, so maybe we shouldn't draft him." It's like if he can if he can lead well and he can play football and draft a kid, you know, it's kind of a. Cause I don't think it fucking matters yeah. if he can play football well and leads by example. That's what matters mm-hmm. most, at least in my eyes. I still feel like Koibu is probably like the least vocal person on like that's the entire team. Like so like anything so. above that is like you know. Yeah, because at least like it's so important with keeping up relationships yeah it's so important in your culture yeah. and that's what Spurden's really doing i don't, I don't know how Koi well gonna, did i don't know if was gonna get on instagram and yeah. be like hey rossi welcome to the team <laughs> <laughs> how's it going anything i can offer to you i mean here he has like thomas vanek for that the old austrian yeah, guy who lives in minnesota true. who's like hey come live in my house i'll teach you some stuff yeah yeah so he's already got like the uh, austrian connection so that's sick yeah yeah that, that's what's really nice I mean, plus breezy is uh what what do you what do you call it? He's got the A. Yeah, so him and Sue got the A. They're probably gonna keep the A's. Yeah, and, and honestly, that's for the best, man. Yeah, I mean, they're also sense. good leaders too. Yeah, they're yeah. a little more, little more out. I guess Breezy is a little more outspoken. Yeah. So I mean, I think it balances out pretty well in terms of captains and leadership. Yeah, for the player leadership anyway. And I, I think I think Dean uh, Evison. How do you say his last name? Evason. 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 <laughs> I don't know how the fuck you say his name. Evison. The guys from Canada, who cares? His hometown is like Flin Flan or something. Like, no <laughs> yes. That's literally the name of his hometown. Anyway, I like him. Seems like a decent guy, decent coach. Yeah, level headed. Uh, spoke highly of him, so that was cool. And uh, Fiala did too, I think. Yeah, I mean, like a big thing with him, I think, was with like Billy Gear and what he was talking about bringing a new culture to the team, the organization as a whole. And just like he's on the same page with Dean Evans and things like we want a very competitive. A lot of leaders on the team and a lot of aggressive guys. And like you saw from the draft, I think we talked about this in another podcast, but you, you kind of see that um, that's what he's bringing. So sorry if we repeat that from the last podcast, but I think since we're talking about the wild, it's important to bring up. Like it's a whole different culture that they're bringing. It's a whole different vibe. Do you hear the cat in the background, by the way? We have the cat trying to the trick kitten. <laughs> The cat is screaming, no more country club. Get all these <laughs> yeah. out of here. <laughs> Damn right, cat. Chopping block. Crazy was almost out last season. Yeah. But the turnover this offseason has been very appeasing for in terms of lowering the age of the whole team. Yeah. Getting rid of Dubnik was needed. Yeah. I still love Staylock for no reason. It's like. It's from St. Paul. Yeah, Yeah, dude. He brings the heat. Yeah. He brings the heat. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, the cat just wants cuddles. Yeah. He wants to cry. He's very adventurous. Um, anyway, on, on that note, um, we gotta, we gotta change subjects though, because we got a lot of, we got a lot of stuff to talk about here. So next I want to bring up the Timberwolves because the Timberwolves, they just drafted recently. They just, uh, made some big moves. They got Ricky Rubio back in a trade in the draft on draft day. They drafted Anthony Edwards, number one, the Ant-Man. 
some people are worried he'll be another Andrew Wiggins who's basically full of raw talent with like but doesn't live up to the potential. I don't know. He seems like a pretty pretty decent dude. Uh big dude, muscular guy. And uh he seems to be, he'll be a pretty strong uh what do you think guard. Do they have that in the NBA? He's Georgian, you know. Look out now. Yeah, look out. Look out there, bud. Wait, isn't Georgian you played in Georgia, right? Yeah, it was Georgia. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he'll he'll be uh he'll be he'll be a good player, I think. And uh, you got Carl Anthony Towns come back, D'Angelo Russell, Mike Beasley. I mean, the Wolves got they got a they got a good young core. And and Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio's back. Dude. Rubio's back, dude. I'm so fucking pumped to have him back. <laughs> For all you Wolves fans out here, there that have their old Wolves like Rubio jerseys hanging up in your in your closets, you can you can br- you know brush dust the dust off, off, dust them off, and and wear them again. Yeah. It's it's awesome. And uh, Rubio specifically said he you know he wasn't going to wear number nine anywhere else in the NBA, and so he's coming back. He's going to be wearing that again, and so you could just pop out your old Rubio jersey and have a good time, dude. I'm so I'm so excited to have him back. I, I think he'll really I think he'll be a, a leader in the locker room for sure. Him and Cat. Yeah, it's probably a good fit for the team. He'll be dishing it out to everybody. Works well with the Timberwolves offense. It just adds to yeah. the offense as a whole another dynamic player. And, and some people ask, like, why didn't they draft, you know, Lamelo Ball? Um, and it's like, dude, because they, they didn't we, want Lamelo. They didn't want Lamelo because want the balls in Minnesota. <laughs> no, dude, and, and plus you can get Ru- Rubio, who's like a who's basically Lamelo Ball but better, and yeah. and he's more of a veteran presence. Mm-hmm. I just think it makes more sense to have him on the team. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think the Timberwolves uh, did the right moves. I think on draft night, and this cat keeps trying to like play peekaboo with me, <laughs> like peeking over the laptop. Oh hey there, bud. What up? <laughs> so many cats here in this house. It's insane. There's just three. <laughs> Only three. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, well, there's too many cats in this house. <laughs> Schmoes hoes. <laughs> Schmoes hoes. Yeah, if you're, uh, if you ever, you ever come to Schmoes, you're officially a hoe. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for the Timberwolves, dude. They're probably gonna suck again, but they're not gonna be as bad. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, uh, I like Ryan Saunders and Gerson Rosas. Trust the process. Yeah. Trust the process, dude. <laughs> I, th- I think they got. I think they got a bright future. Um, meanwhile, though, because I mean, because the NBA, NHL, they're not playing back yet. I think they're starting like around Christmas time. The NBA is NHL. I think starts a week or two later or something like that, right? Or, or, or they, or they planned. Or have they started any? Like, have they talked about when the season's going to start again? I think the negotiations fell through. Yeah, but they haven't come through. Oh, the NHL's not right now. Really? They don't really know. They initially were planning for what January, like start of January, but then talks fell through with the NHLPA and the NHL. So now it's still up in the air, and they have to go back to talks for the moment with that cat. <laughs> <laughs> they should bring this cat to their to their negotiation meetings and be like, and like the owners can be like, "You see this cat? It'd be a shame if this cat ran away yeah. if you didn't agree to our terms." Yeah, it's playing bubble. Playing a bubble, there, babe. Yeah, so 
I think it's just the big thing. They want to do it right, so they're taking their time. But like, it might just take too long. Is also the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, it'll be a shortened season for sure. Mm-hmm. Just a matter of how many games. You know? Who knows? Yeah. But, I mean, this, this, yeah, with the NBA though coming back. I mean, I, I think that was. I mean, I, th- I think they made the right move coming back around Christmas time. I mean, because right now the NFL is the only sport playing right now, dude. Yeah. Well, soccer. Soccer yeah, too. Soccer that's that's a good point. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, no, uh, no offense. Playoffs are going on. Yeah. No offense. So you know, I got their first playoff win of all time in the franchise history. And and, and but wait, are they? When, when's their next game? I think next Wednesday. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, again, Sporting KC, who is, I think, the top seed. So we'll see how that goes. But, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and we've never won at Sporting KC, so we'll see how it goes. Well, that's going to be an interesting game. If they win that, dude, that'd be insane. It's but that's like a hardcore it's underdog, though. It's hype. Yeah. We've been riddled for with injuries for the entire season. So it's just makeshift team, makeshift team, and it's still been working out kind of. We haven't lost, I think, nine games, which is a franchise record. And the fact that they even won a playoff game with all these injuries, that's – yeah. That's fucking insane. But it was also against Colorado, who is terrible. Colorado is hilarious. It's true. Yeah. That's, that's true. They're pretty terrible. But yeah. It's still good. But yeah, it just speaks to the volumes of like how hard it is to get. These are still, I mean, the NFL, kudos, I guess, for getting everything set up and actually having it go down with like, you know, COVID happening. They were able to plan and get things working. Oh, watch out for the jersey. Yeah, don't scratch out the Neil Brown jersey. <laughs> um, this cat is wild now. It's bread week. But then MLS, I think, is the last um, season to go on from pre-COVID. And we're still trying to continue and like finish their whole season and everything. So yeah, it's taken a bit, but they're the last ones. Yeah, and for sure. Have to plan for the next season. Yeah, and now the NFL is uh, in full force, and there have been a lot of crazy shit. There's been a lot of crazy shit happening even in the, in the past week because there have been so many COVID positive COVID tests in the, the NFL. Ravens. And the Ravens-Steelers game that was supposed to play on Thanksgiving, that got rescheduled to Tuesday night. But there are 18 uh, players and staff members with Baltimore that have tested positive for COVID. Yeah. 18 just in the past week. I don't even know 18. I don't. <laughs> I, I haven't talked to that many people in months. <laughs> so... It's it's really crazy that uh, 18 people got tested positive and they're still playing the game yeah. on Tuesday. I, I thought they were going to postpone it for sure, but they got to play. Gotta play. And now Denver, the Broncos, they're <laughs> they're playing, <laughs> even though all three of their quarterbacks are are uh, are ineligible to play because Come one. On. Of the- She's squinting. She just hates it already. She hates the Broncos. <laughs> I don't understand why they're playing anyways if they tested positive for COVID. Well, the players who tested positive can't play. Okay. I was like, what the? Get in there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, coach. (laughs) What? (laughs) Coach, I'm having a fever, right? Shake it off. You're fine. Man up out there. Man up out there. Coach, I can't feel my arms. Lamar Jackson's heart explodes as he's, like, crossing. Dude, yeah, didn't he get COVID? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Him and James Conner. We got the cat now on the <laughs> table. All right. Hi, kitty. Hello. Hello. <laughs> she would make me some biscuits. Hi, kitty. 
we got the official one of the official animals of Shmoa's uh, chains holding. It's a nice cuddly kitty. For us listeners, you can't see. It doesn't have a name, and we don't know what genitals it has. I think we should name it Juju after Juju uh, Smith Schuster. Smith Hooster. Smith Hooster. Um, I mean, eventually we'll get to have a a camera for us. Yeah, we see that. Shane petting the cat. Yeah, we we got you got YouTube ambitions in the works potentially here. Oh, hello, kitty. (laughs) She likes to sit on shoulders. All right. I'll allow it. She, it's 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 like a small skip. It's like a young skip. It is. I don't know. Um, we're gonna take a quick break here. <laughs> we we gotta regroup. We're talking about cats too much. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh hey there, bud. Welcome back. That was that was a nice break. We needed we needed that. I think we're ready to go. I think we're our heads are cleared up now. We're we're ready. Yeah. We're zoned in for the second half. Zoned. All right, back to what we were talking about before. What was it? Football, COVID nineteen. Um, talking about the Ravens. The Ravens have had eighteen positive cases this past week. Uh, the Denver Broncos, all three of their starting quarterbacks, have officially been in, uh, declared inactive by the NFL, so they don't have a quarterback this week against the Saints. So it sounds like their emergency quarterback is their running back, Royce Freeman. Um, so my my guess is, and my hope is, they're probably going to just do Wildcat the whole game, and they're probably going to lose like four, 45 to nothing. They could run some old school, like, winty offense, you know? Like high school type shit. Can you imagine, though? That'd be sick. Dude. They, could have, <laughs> they actually win. They have, like, all three of the running backs in the backfield and then just go ham. Bunch of random shit. Bunch of random Screw shit. It. Dude, remember when the Jets, well, we were pretty fucking young, but like back in the late 90s, the Jets, both, all their quarterbacks were like injured during the game. And so they had their kicker play quarterback and he threw two touchdowns. That's got to feel so good to be that guy who's just like, I have no expectations. I'm going to go out there and have a good time and just fucking you yeah, know, sling, it sling dick and see what happens. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they won that game too. It was fucking nuts. Yeah. But they went back to kicking after that. Do what you know. Yeah, do yeah. what you know. Um, before we move on to the Vikings, there was um, this is collegiate athletics, but the first woman kicker played in a Power Five. Yeah. Uh, what was her name? Sarah. Sarah. Gosh, I'm gonna I'm gonna botch it now. If I, I feel like I even say her name wrong, I'm gonna <laughs> Sarah get Sarah Finowitz. It's like Sarah Fuller or something like that. Let me double check. You know what she was playing for? Vanderbilt. Yeah. Cool. So she did a really good squib kick. I've never seen that. Yeah, her squib kick was legit. It's very good. Right where you want to put it. It was a very good kick. But they didn't have her kick any field goals because they got shut out yeah. <laughs> in the cool. game. They got their asses kicked. I gotta see if I can find that find that uh that game. First off, you know, still good to see like, you know, integrate. Yeah. You know, try it out. Yeah, yeah it, whoever's it, best for the position, yeah, she's good. Throw them in there. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm glad that women are getting more involved in sports in general. North American men's sports, like the the Marlins hired Kim Kim Eng yeah. to be their uh, GM, and sounds sounds like she's going to be really good. A lot of people have high hopes for her, so she's hopefully going to be really good. Yeah, her name's Sarah Fuller, yeah, the yeah. kicker, but. Um, 
yeah, I mean, there, there's just yeah, it, it's really it's really nice to see. Just a nice, it's a nice change of pace. There's a lot of NFL, or there's a few NFL officials that are that are women as well. Yep. 49ers have an assistant coach who's a woman. Uh, I believe the San Francisco Giants as well have uh, an assistant coach that's a woman. So it, it's nice to see that uh, that it's not just all an all men all men's game anymore. Yeah get some diversity it's it's nice for the for the sport i think that will get more viewers too yeah. <laughs> i mean that's i mean that's like the least of their worries but like yeah i mean you know it's yeah it's kind of cool i think it's important yeah. well, especially <clears throat> for like the front office positions um i think that's really important because like there's plenty of people who keep getting rotated in and out for gm positions and stuff that are just terrible it's like you gotta try new people, you know, like the same old crap. Right. Of like, even head coaches, you know, like Adam Gase, constantly getting <laughs> new jobs, and it, it's not like a thing either. It's like, well, they played football, and it's like there's there's still some coaches that didn't play, like Adam Gase didn't play in the NFL or anything. So he's he, like he's some special special coach or person you want, you know. Uh, Molly, your cat's eating the tree. Does that. She always does. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> this is funny. No, it's like a coach position, but I'm pretty sure the Wild had um, a woman on like the yeah. analytics team, and then Fenton <clears throat> fucked it up, and then she left, and now she's working analytics for the Seattle Kraken. Uh, so she's on that team. So should, some, I'm sure one she's Minnesota well. sports team had a strength and conditioning coach. That was a woman. I think it was the Remember? twins. But the twins answer was, yeah. yeah. It was the twins. That's yeah. yeah, cool to see. Yeah, I'm happy for it. I'm happy for the sports to get involved in all, with all that Alexandra shit. Alexandra Mandricki. It's fucking Polish or some bullshit. <laughs> Stupid fucking Polacks. Huh? Dude, are you excited for the Kraken? Are you ready to release the Kraken, boys? Luke's got a great opinion on the Kraken. I hate the Kraken. <laughs> Why do you hate the Kraken? Shut up. Seattle needs to shut the fuck up everything that they say always is like fucking uh, just say you know nordic bullshit of whether or not it's like kraken mythology or whatever the fuck they act like they they've owned hockey it's like a hundred years ago we were one of the first hockey teams and then you know we just wanted to die out and then do anything for fucking you know whatever but it's our history and it's, shut the fuck up just pick a team that actually like seattle mariners are close to your fucking bullshit just not Fucking Seattle crack and just go out there like, oh, it's so cool. I'm just sick of the NHL blowing up with the Golden Knights and the fanfare of fucking, they're a bunch of jerks out there. They're just a bunch of jerks. And it's easy to get on the good side of things and complain about, you know, oh, look, there's Sam. Oh, shit. We got another Sam in the house. In. <laughs> Sam. In. Sam's coming in. We're, uh, we're, in the, we're in the middle of recording right now, Samuel. Welcome to the podcast. At my bar. At, we're, we're at Schmo's bar. We have the, the live light recording yeah. on. We're recording out there, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on the Seattle Kraken? It's a cool name. Okay. I mean, it's a nice to get another expansion team. That's true. I don't follow NHL as much as, like, Vinny does. I mean, Vinny's my main contact. I appreciate it, though, but it's cool to get an expansion team. Yeah. 31. And there, there's definitely a lot of... Shittier names they could have chose. Easily. That's true. Seattle bitch pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> bitch pigeons. Seattle squids. Yeah. <laughs> like the diet kraken. <laughs> I just, just fucking. 
the Seattle cephalopods. Uh, yeah. The Seattle platypus. <laughs> squid or something. Seattle fish. Just call <laughs> fish. The little fish thing. I mean, at least Kraken's got like that intimidating factor behind it. It's true. Because everybody, you think of a Kraken, like you think, you know, the Kraken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cartoon <laughs> character. You think of Captain Jack Sparrow. Why couldn't they have gone yeah. with the Seattle Cthulhu? You know, mm, the fuck's a Cthulhu? <laughs> <laughs> it's nuanced. Yeah. That's what it is. It's nuanced. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drop this off on the bag. There we go. Oh, he's dropping off the, the food delivery. <laughs> What's <from> cool? <laughs> I'm from Schmoes Hoes. What's hey, cool? Shoreview, Minnesota. <laughs> that was that was great. Yeah, no, I think they're a great team. I, I, I happy to see another team join the league. And I'm like, <laughs> you were just pitching at him a minute ago. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> Have seen join the team? I'm sure they're going to get a great expansion draft because you know the NHL loves favorite. I don't think teams. they'll. They won't, they won't be like the fucking Knights, dude. They're not. It's not going to be another Knights situation. Yeah, it's very rare to have that. Yeah, I think it's, they're doing some certain blocks and stuff, so that doesn't happen. Yeah, I hope they recognize that that was yeah. a fuck up. But like, they're not going to get that like you know play of good players to fall onto them. But yeah. I definitely hope that the NHL doesn't favor them in the ways that. You know, the protections that other teams have are so much slimmer than they were in previous years. Yeah. So, I don't know. Seems like Billy Garen is prepared to move yeah. certain players around stuff to make it easy to get rid of. Yeah, I feel protect like the, the protect. For a while, they're in a better position. Well, we can come back to it, Sam. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sam, now that you're here, we want to ask you, what is your opinion on the wild retro sweaters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, before I get mine, what's the table's consensus? I'm... All right, I'm I'm indifferent, really. I mean, I think it, I think it looks cool. I don't know, but whatever. But I mean, they could have gone with anything but the fucking beast logo. Yeah, but that's how you tie the wild into it. Yeah, you, I suppose you could say like Minnesota Wild or put the M or something like that. Make it look I, a little I more. I personally sp- prefer the the beast logo over the M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have one of the original uh, dark green from the early two thousands. You know, their home or away jerseys, right? Yeah, green yeah. would have been away. Mm-hmm. And I love that. That's my favorite. Yeah. With that logo. Mm-hmm. With like the, the lettering with the No, just the, the wild logo. Not the no lettering, uh, just the beast, like you said. Okay. So I think to tie them both in, that was the logo I would personally choose, but hmm. I, I mean that's just my opinion. Interesting perspective. I think like my take on it is something I noticed recently is that the beast logo is so wide as it's like tall that I feel like there's so much blank space in the bottom of like the white retro or reverse that just feels like a lot of dead space while like the m is more vertical so you can fill it out more but granted it would just be like a different True. look yeah but i i don't think like the issue is with the beast logo i just think it's you know lining i don't know just from the template they used from the 1978 north stars jersey i would have gone with the late 80s with the black involved as well like i have mm-hmm. that's yeah. what i would have gone with and incorporated black in there too that might have Filled, filled up some more space, middle, yeah. and people yeah. I don't think people would be complaining as much of a gap issue. Yeah, yeah. Because it does feel a little bit, you know, garish, like, with how bright it is with, like, the yellow and the bright green, the Kelly green or whatever it is. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. I think people would be less complaining if instead of a white one, they did the Kelly green, like, the away jersey, and then did it off that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be like, yeah. all right, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Sounds yeah. fucking awesome. But okay. they may do it. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, yeah, I mean top got... three of the fucking retro reverse pre-orders. So yeah, 
Yeah. A no. lot of people really yeah. like him, so I mean I, I mean, really saving stuff for the ultimates. Yeah, it's they definitely did a good job. Mm-hmm. I was so mad. I think I was talking to you. I was mad from the alumni game of sixteen. Yeah, they did and they didn't sell those jerseys. Yeah, and those were the North Stars with the wild yeah, patch on the, the left. Yeah, yeah. Side, yeah. I'm like, come on, I would have bought one. People would have fucking ate those up. Yeah, I would have bought a Mike Madonna one or a Neil Brown one. Because yeah. instead of that one, I probably got the um, instead of the one I have, I would have got the other one signed. It's so annoying that the Wild have to listen to the NHL for just, you know, what they can do and when they can actually delve into the history of Minnesota hockey. Where it's like, all right, can we use our history? No? Okay. Let's check with yeah, Dallas and see what they say. Yeah, let's check with Dallas. <laughs> they're them. not using them? Well, we, I don't know. Dallas so, is fucked up on all their jerseys so far. They look terrible. So ugly. Like, the <laughs> like, weird, like, neon ones. Dumb. And, like, they, they did. What are they, like, Seattle uh, Seahawks? Like they did their newest ones, like the star. And they, there's like no green. <laughs> it looks terrible. It looks like someone fucked up the aspect. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> can Dallas technically use the North Star logo if they want to? I don't kinda, I guess. Because it's not yet. They, they don't own it. The Wild doesn't own it. It's just the NHL. Does. I I think maybe I don't know maybe it's out of a respect thing for for Dallas or what, but they don't. I don't yeah, think they, they don't want to use it. I don't they, think they, they just yeah. know that Minnesota ties into it more. Because we'll invade them. Yeah, like just them. straight south. We're gonna. Yeah, yeah, us Wild fans will come and beat the shit out of nobody because we're too passive aggressive and nice. Some of us will. I mean, this, we will. We'll do it. Okay. We'll get some yeah. fucking Iron Rangers to come down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> Super North guys, the big shit. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Dude. Uh, okay, yes. Yeah, so now, now moving on from that, because we got that out of the way, made sure everyone got their opinions across with that. We we, we kind of brought up the COVID, all that shit. Um, now, I do want to bring up, you know, we, we haven't talked about the Vikings yet because uh, because we wanted a pretty big segment on that. So, what, what what's uh, what's their game this week? Who are they playing? Panthers. Panthers. Teddy's coming back. Okay, so what are your thoughts on, on the injured again? What are your thoughts on the season so far? Um, I mean, like I don't. Know, before the season, I didn't have very high expectations. Just knowing how much turnover there was on defense, how many young players were on are on defense, and um, with a nice voice. Um, the defense. Um, defense is I don't turnover. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, I don't, and then it, it was nice to see them go on that three game win streak. Surprisingly, all against divisional opponents. Yeah, too. all against the division, but mm-hmm. um, kind of cracked against the, the Cowboys um, off their bye. I don't know. I don't. They're not really going to do damage this year. It's just too too many young players on the defense. <laughs> too many young players and too many yeah. injuries. Yeah, too many weird injuries and. Yeah, it's kind so. of the story of the NFL this season in general, with yeah. no preseason or really much training exactly. camp at all. Yeah. It's just like injuries are bound to happen, and COVID is bound to happen. So, seems, I mean, yeah, it seems like the teams who didn't have as much turnover are doing better. Like the Steelers kind of had all their players just able to stick with it and like you know not have to you know regroup and check in on everyone mm-hmm. to see what's happening. You can just cruise to a ten zero record and just say fuck you to everyone. Yeah, I mean it's nice <laughs> to see like. Certain players are really well. Like Cook's doing amazingly. Thielen's still doing well, especially our first-round pick, Jefferson. Or one of our first-round picks, Jefferson, is like the top receiver in the league this year. He's playing phenomenally. So, I mean, I'm still – I'm not mad about the, the way it's going. I mean, fuck, I mean, there are people that were saying that they weren't going to win anything when the 
after like their first two games, they're like, oh, they're going to go on 60. Who are we going to beat? Or they're going to win two games. I thought, oh, after Kirk Cousins' gender reveal video. <laughs> yeah, <right. You> <laughs> they're like, nope, 16. <laughs> I saw that throw. <laughs> oh, it's bad. He oh, barely made yeah, it barely, from barely. five feet away. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's that? <laughs> yeah, he aimed down at it. It's like, ooh. <laughs> How much were you? 84 mil? You <laughs> saved an okay. arm. No. Yeah. Your shot puts it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think the Vikings, uh, they're, they're not making the playoffs. I know there's a seventh seed now, but. There might uh, be eight seeds. Yeah. There's going to be eight. Oh, good. Yeah, I suppose those are games that are going to keep getting postponed. But, I mean, a lot of those games are getting made up, though, on Tuesdays. Like yeah. the Ravens-Steelers game is going to get made up on Tuesday. I don't think they should be playing at all with 18 positive tests from yeah, Baltimore. I don't strange. I don't see why they're even going to play at all. I would just fucking forfeit the game if I were Baltimore. But, yeah, I don't uh, know what they're going to – I mean, I don't know. If you're Baltimore, I don't think you should have a say in it. I think you should have to forfeit the game if your players right. have – like if your organization has operated that poorly that you can't, you know, keep your players healthy and out of contact from COVID – like, you know, Titans, one or two or three fucking tests, that's one thing. But, like, when you're getting into double digits for, like, positive tests, you got to fix your shit. I don't yeah. know, like, how you can expect to, like, contend. Yeah, and, like, with, with the Broncos having all three of their quarterbacks being out with, you know, possible COVID exposure and shit. Like, at least with the Bills, they did the right thing where, like, their third-string quarterback was going to be is uh, in his own, like, little, like, practice bubble kind of thing so he doesn't talk to the other quarterbacks or anything like that so if if something were to happen to the bills they'd be ready for it where they could use their third string qb so like i don't know i feel like teams a lot of teams haven't really been prepared for it which understandable because they're you know with maybe the pandemic kind of started happening right around the time that they're gonna start practicing like it got really bad around the time time to start training camp and shit but i just feel like uh you know, it, it, a lot of teams have had a really t- good, rough go at it with, with COVID, and, and not many people are prepared for it. In the NFL, I'm just kind of surprised the season's going the way as well as it is, despite all the injuries and shit. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a thing of, like, um, if you do four for the game, the players don't get paid. So that's why I'm kind of for them actually still playing, even if it's backups, because then at least all the players get paid. Yeah. Um, I think they would rather have that, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's messy, but they still got they've gotten this far. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, and 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 now we. Uh, I, I read before we started recording that the 49ers aren't able to play in their home stadium for three weeks in Santa Clara County. They they uh, like they're um, what am I trying to say? Restricting contact sports from actually doing their sports yeah. for three weeks in that county, and that and that's where the 49ers play. So the 49ers can't play in their home stadium for three weeks, so they have to find an alternative site. Where? How close is Santa Clara to LA? To LA? Yeah. Uh, I don't really know. I want to say like three and a half hours north of LA or something yeah. like that. Three hours north. I mean, there's got to be more. Studios. But I mean, Santa Clara is about 40 minutes south of San Francisco. Okay. So yeah. I mean, the, the the Niners really should have just stayed in San Francisco, but that's different topic. But. Um, yeah, they can't play in their home stadium, even though the two of their next three games are at their home stadium. Yeah. So they have to figure out an alternative site for that for them. And uh, and, and so yeah, all all sorts of NFL teams are just really struggling to mm-hmm. figure out you know what the fuck are we gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, spe- I mean, especially the Jets because <laughs> the Jets suck ass. Yes. They're, and the Lions. And the Lions, yeah, they 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 just fired 
uh, head coach Matt Patricia and GM Bob Quinn today. Um, it's the right move, I believe. It's the right move. Kind of odd that they did during the season, but yeah, kind of late. Kinda but late. Because, like, Jim Caldwell actually had a record over 500. Yeah, and he fired his ass. Yeah. That didn't make any sense to me. No. Like he was the he was their best coach that they've had in like tw- like twenty five <laughs> years, yeah. and they fired playoff him. Appearance. Yeah, two playoff appearances. Like, right? or one. I think Jim Schwartz was one was of them. Okay. I think Jim Schwartz was the one from twenty eleven, yeah. and then, uh, J- Jim Jim Schwartz whatever from the previous one. But yeah, the the, the Lions are now uh, they're going to have Daryl Bevel be the interim head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, Daryl Bevel. Yeah. So. I don't know. The Lions are basically fucked the rest of the year. They're probably—I mean—I'd be surprised if they even reach 500 for record. Yeah, I know they're not going to be very good. Now, what if? So let's say Big Ben retires this year. <laughs> what if Matt Stafford wouldn't play for the Steelers next year, dude? Dude, dude, could you freaking imagine? <laughs> that would be sick. Yeah, Stafford definitely owes it to himself to get out of Detroit. Get the hell out of there. Get on a good team, see if he can win something. He gave it a go. He was yeah, there he's, trying. He's a, he's a gamer. Yeah. He is a gamer, dude. He keeps he keeps him in games, man. Yeah. He's the only reason they they stay somewhat relevant. Yeah. <laughs> After Megatron reti- ret- uh, retired, he was their only reason of relevancy. Yeah. He was going out there trying to slam dunk through the goalpost. <laughs> he gave it his all. <laughs> <laughs> After every touchdown, he was running up there trying to make the jump. Fell on his face every time. You know what? Detroit loved it. Those Lions fans ate it up, seeing the game through their paper bags over their over their heads. <laughs> oh, Detroit! I know it's it, it's easy to pick on the Lions and the Browns and the and the Jets. Realistically, though, the Jets do suck ass. Yeah, Jets they, are in like they, the spot. Yeah. They need to fire Adam Gaze. Yeah, I don't. When's the last time they were good? Ten years ago. Yeah. With Favre? After, right after Favre. Oh. Right after Favre. <laughs> they, they, they Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> Vinny Testaverde. They had Chad Pennington brought him to the and playoffs. And Keyshawn Johnson. And even Mark Sanchez brought him to the NCAA. The Sanchez. He brought him the there Sanchez. twice. Yeah, twice. Two did, years dude. in a row. That was sick. That was, I, I thought he was going to be the first quarterback to reach the Super Bowl in his rookie as year. Rookie, yeah. And <laughs> they lost. Yeah. Well, he lost pretty badly, too. Yeah. But then the next year they went back, and I and they actually almost won against the Steelers in that next title game but, but and yeah, then the butt film lab. and then the butt film lab a couple of years later we watched that live and that was yeah. fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> was that like christmas or something it was like, thanksgiving dude thanksgiving, yeah because yeah, i because i literally was like ranting about how terrible mark sanchez yeah, we were was literally, like ranting about how terrible the jets and mark sanchez were and they needed the butt, butt film five minutes later yeah we were like well case in fucking point <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so the jets they're owing what 10 and um, I don't see them winning a game any like the rest of the year, as, as long as Adam Gase is their head coach, yeah. and their GM is still praising him highly, and he he seemed like a pretty good coordinator. Like he was on, like man. seemed like a pretty good offensive coordinator, but as head coach, he's he's dog shit. Yeah, I know there's not much talent there, but yeah. he's he's trash. You know what it probably is? He doesn't have the Andy Reid face shield. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what you need. That's what you need to be a good coach. Yeah. Super foggy. foggy. <laughs> How many coaches have rocked that? Zimmer had that for one Zimmer game. Zimmer had it for a couple games. Yeah. Um, there's um, not many. Yeah. Just looks stupid. <laughs> yeah, it looks dumb. It doesn't help. <laughs> it barely does. Doesn't do shit. 
Sean yeah, Payton's not covering his fucking face. Fuck him. <laughs> God. What a piece of shit he is. <laughs> like, if the whole Saints team time to plane crash, like, you know, we are Marshall, probably wouldn't care. Probably. Probably wouldn't. Just... Disney would not make the effort to make a movie out of it. That's how little people would care. Where would they have to crash for people to care? Anywhere. Anywhere. Or, no, it's to care? Yeah, to care. Uh, there's no place they could crash where people give a shit. Yeah, Bermuda Triangle, maybe, just for the novelty. Yeah, because, oh, no, Whoa. they're lost in the time-space continuum. Where did the no. Saints go? Yeah. <laughs> the Saints? This is coming from a Packers fan, by the way, listeners. This is not yeah. completely biased. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot you were a Packers fan. I fucking hate the Saints. Like, I remember I was telling Vinny when I was um, in the Navy, I remember I was watching Favre and the Vikings play the Saints in New Orleans for that NFC championship. I wanted them to win so badly because I hated Sean Payton <laughs> and the entire Saints organization. Yeah. Like, oh, like, oh, Katrina happened. I was like, yeah, well, your town fucking sucks ass. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, a hurricane. Oh, hurricane. Like, the hurricanes never hit the U.S. ever until Katrina. Someone's and we're some supposed soggy shoes. And we're supposed to, <laughs> soggy shoes. And we're sure supposed to give a shit now. Like, Florida gets pounded, like, three times a year. They're not in a bowl, though. They're huh? not in a fucking bowl of a city. Yeah, true. Know? It's not a cesspool. But this, this one hurricane shit on the curves floor. around Florida and heads up north in the Gulf, and we're supposed to care. <laughs> like, this freak of nature. That's a fair point. Jonathan Vilma, who was part of that bounty game team. He's now an analyst in Fox. He was commentating for the last Vikings game. Yeah. He was I was like, what the fuck up? <laughs> That man would have hit that motherfucker for 50k easily. Yeah, I mean, no, no, Luke. You live in Louisiana now. How many Saints fans do you interact with? I live in Baton Rouge, so it's mainly Tigers fans for the most part. Nice, LSU. Yeah. And then there's like Aaron Saints fans. Are they home. are they like Nebraska fans where they just don't acknowledge professional sports? There's like no college, that's it, that's it, what we do. That's pretty much, yeah. And then like you get people who are like from New Orleans there, and then for the most part, they like don't have too much amigo, and they seem to just have like shame because the Saints did just suck ass forever. Thank God. Yeah, but they also seem to have a shocking like non-acknowledgement of Bounty Gate. They're just like, oh yeah, Sean Payton was banned for a year for some reason. I don't know. Like, I don't know what, what though. It's I, a mystery. I can't remember why, but yeah, they. I don't know. There's like a tumor or something in all their brains that like just blocks out. That I'm part. sorry. Tumor. <laughs> tumor. <laughs> tumor. It's not a tumor. Yeah. But yeah, it's all in football. Speaking of the Tigers, uh, Joe Burrow broke his fucking leg off his fucking body, pretty yeah. much. Destroyed his leg. It's completely like destroyed. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, Tore his ACL, MCL, uh, other other structural damage. Like the, is that the Regan that yeah. came out? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So his he's done for at least the rest of this season. He'll probably be out for multiple yeah, games, next games year. next year. Too. Oh, um, so yeah, that, that's a pretty significant injury. That's like Teddy Bridgewater level bad. Yeah, yeah. Who did that to him? What team? It was the Washington. I think it was. I think it was Washington. Yeah, it was the Washington football team. Yeah, it was Washington. Yeah, Alex Smith happened to him while he's playing for Washington. Yeah. It's like that stadium's cursed, man. Yeah, I don't want to play there. Washington? Yeah. You mean the Washington football team? Right? Yeah. The Washington football team. That's so weird. <laughs> what? Fuck the... <laughs> 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 
We should leave at that, Jill. <laughs> yeah, we wish uh, Joe Burrow a speedy recovery. Yes, for, it for couldn't him. have happened to a better rookie. I don't know why. Yeah, he was a good. Fu- he's a good fucking player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the only like relevant part of the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. the only good thing for the Bengals. Uh, uh, okay, uh, we're gonna take a quick, another quick break. When we get back. We're gonna talk about. Gopher football and hockey. Stick around, bud. Well, hey there, bud. Welcome back to our podcast. We got a little uh, shorter part three here. We just wanted to wrap things up here and talk a little bit about the Gophers. Gopher, Vinny's got his Gopher stocking cap on for this occasion. Yeah. Talking about the, the football and the and the hockey going on right now. First of all, Gopher football, they are shit. Terrible. They're terrible. What's the record now? You tell me. It's like one and something, right? Two. Two, two and something. Yeah. Two and like three or two and four. four. Yeah. Uh, they are not looking real good there, but their defense looks like trash without Antoine Winfield Jr. I mean, like, I remember listening to like PJ Fleck interviews before the season started, and like the way he was talking didn't sound like he had very high expectations. Um, but uh. Yeah, he kept one of a model that he has: don't sacrifice um, long-term gain or long-term success for short-term gain. So, and he, now he kept saying, like, yeah, I don't know, it's we have a lot of young guys on defense, a lot of more rotation. Like the way you saying, I was like, I don't think they're gonna be very good. I didn't expect as quite as bad as I thought, but I didn't realize like how many young players they had on defense, how much inexperience they have on defense. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a mess. Um, I mean, the, the big thing too is Tanner Morgan just looks worse. That's so weird. I've like, like yeah. I've seen him, and it just seems like a weird drop in quality, missing throws that he would yeah. hit last year, and I have no clue as to why. Because I know a lot of people would say Tyler Johnson, it's because he's gone. But even though Autumn Bell, the, the receiver that came in to replace him, Rashad Bateman's still there. Yeah, they saw Rashad Bateman, and he has. Uh, yeah, now now he has opted out of the season. Um, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. To prepare for the NFL draft. But, uh, yeah, um, Autumn Bell, who's their second receiver on the team, has done pretty damn well made some pretty incredible catches. So, I don't know. I mean, like, Tanner Morgan's, like, the, my biggest, like, kind of weird thing. Like, the defense, not that surprising when you look at their experience. Tanner Morgan, I don't know what, really what's going on. It's not his mechanics. It's – I knew he never really had that strong of an arm, but – I don't know if he's not processing processing information as fast. Um, if we didn't upgrade the offense as much, because I still feel like we could have added more more wrinkles to the offense, and it's still very similar. The RPO slant, RPO slant, RPO slant, RPO slant, go type thing. It's they're very on, similar. To that still. Their offense has been kind of this way since Fleck took over, though. It's been very vanilla, just mm-hmm. the same thing. RPO every play. RPO slant, RPO run. Yeah. It's just uh, it, it's very vanilla, and I think a lot of teams are just they know what they're doing now. Know what they're doing, yeah. And even then, if it's tight coverage or play is blown up, um, Oregon still makes the throws. So I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. It's it's hard to tell. How much does that compare to like you know the Ravens' offense? It sounds like people know what they're doing. They're doing a very simple offense but they do it well enough that they can execute past what people are able to stop. 
How is that? Yeah, it, it, they they still have more depth to their offense. A lot of more different types of running plays, different formations, um, different sets that they use, um, different passing uh, kind of strategies and uh, schemes they'll use to go off of those running sets. I mean, the big things like the Titans kind of showed how to kind of stop that offense. And, you know, once you – it's still pretty simple. It's not that complex. And the offense coordinator for the Ravens, he – um. He never really – his passing offense has always been pretty shit. They've always been um, pretty pretty terrible, so. Yeah, we do it or you got it? So, yeah, we're going to maybe beer break. <laughs> we're getting, we got Luke getting uh, getting the a beer from the, from our keg. Now they're all fucking talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> for a second, so you can just pour a little bit out and then fill the glass under. All right. So right on. The poor goes here. That's, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll right oh. Whoa. Oh. It's the cork there, bud. Oh, yeah. You guys take that off. The cork fell off. I did that too. Uh, rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. Schmoes Hose, the new host of the fucking bullshit ass podcast. Yikes. Yeah. Our podcast is a mess tonight, boys and girls. Yeah. Thank you. But at least it's fun. It's fun. Damn. It's a fun one. The incredible bartender Schmoes Hose has saved me. That's a perfect again. pour. That's a perfect pour. That's a perfect, that's a perfect, perfect pour. pour. Yeah, that's, I don't that know what it is, but like, I, I got all the cooling mods you can get. But the first, it's, it's, it's a while, the first like second is all foam. Mm-hmm. So you just dump some out. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like it's a pour like that. Mm-hmm. Christ. That's good. It's that's beautiful. It's yeah. the right that, PSI. That is a beautiful pour. Yeah. Christ. Yeah, Usually well, lagers about twelve to fourteen psi, mm-hmm. and then you get something like Guinness, like a stout that's like thirty. <laughs> get it out of there! Like yeah, you want beer, you're gonna get it. Bam! <laughs> fucking go! It's all an ass out. <laughs> but it's also nitrous too, so yeah, it might be totally different. Uh, yeah. about bush light? Twelve to fourteen lagers, yeah. standard, pretty standard across the board. Sure, okay. Anything else extraordinary for the? Uh... On the back of that, you got the um, uh, CO2 tank, and the it's got the pressure regulator, and it has certain styles of beer, and you, it'll, it'll tell you what. Oh, so, so it's I, got like the... Some of them are lower. Some of them are like eight. Yeah. But stouts are like at least 27 plus. Yeah. Interesting. They're up there. Okay. But Guinness is also it's a two-way tap handle. What does that mean? So Guinness, what you pour it is... You fill up three quarters of the glass, mm. pull the tap towards you, which is all with nitrous, mm. and then let it settle. And then you top it off by pushing the tap handle backwards, and that's no nitrous. And that's how you top it. Uh, that's the stick version of beer pouring. Yeah. Stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been sick of the lager, so yeah. it's just. But you also got to get new tap handle, a different spout. You gotta take the cork and off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The cork, second. <laughs> take the cork on Second there. victim to the cork. I know. I'm like, what's I, this thing? <laughs> I think because so there's different keg couplers, which is the thing you put on the top of the keg, mm-hmm. push down to tap it, and then you got your you know your air your airline gas line running in, your liquor line running out. So the Germans got their own style. Mm-hmm. Domestic kegs, you know, Bush, Budweiser, whatever, they have their own. I think Irish has its own. Hmm. Yeah, there's like 
fucking ten different couplers you can get. Why not have your own? Make it your own. And well, and they're cheap enough. Like I got that yeah. one for forty bucks. Yeah. I've used it on three kegs now, so there we go. Pays for some. And yeah. then the same company makes a domestic one for like thirty dollars. Shit. So <laughs> But the the domestic one you put it in and then you turn it like ninety degrees and then you tap it. Oh. Whereas the German one slides over the top of the keg and then you push it down. These crazy Europeans. He's right. crazy. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Once you get down there, you just push it on, shut it closed, and you're good. Yeah. Sure. I wish, respect to the Germans, yeah. I wish Gophers football was that easy. <laughs> as easy as tapping a keg. I wish Gophers football was as easy as tapping a keg at Schmoes Hose. Hey, nice segue to the back to sports there, bud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Figuring out Tanner Morgan's problems. <laughs> he needs to start drinking more tap here. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I'm going to try the European style. I'm going to go to Shawnos Holes. Coming out with us, Tanner Morgan. It wow. is the only bar open during the pandemic. That's true. Let's That's know. There we go, Tanner. Open and no hours. And no, no hours. So, so we can come here at happens. four in the morning while you're sleeping? I mean, if you want to. I mean, I don't think you'd be up that. <laughs> but the thing is, you got to drink while you're doing it. You yeah. can't just show up to Schmoes and be like, oh, I'm sober. Like, no, that's not how it works. You have to show up pissed drunk at the door. <laughs> Molly's going to be totally... <laughs> Molly's going to be fucked. It's going to be a mess. River's going to be barking. Shit, Molly's going to be asking if we want McDonald's again. Yep. <laughs> what was the fucking segment? What were you guys talking about before I fucked up? Gophers. Gopher football. Yeah, Tanner Morgan. Portion, though. Oh, no, we're talking about the Ravens. Robin, the Ravens like, offense and how, how, how it compares to a college football offense. I mean, it's just, it's definitely way more complex, you know, as an NFL offense. It's just, it's just not that nuanced, you know, like, help yourself too. the big thing is that they also, that's what Tony Romo brought up too, was that they had these two great offensive linemen, and one of them, Marshall Leanda, one of the best offensive linemen in the game. Once he goes out, those two really good players go out, it really does change everything, especially in the passing game. So let's say Lamar, he drops back. Usually he has one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. He's going through his reads. He can go boom, 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 third read, I'm throwing. Let's say he has one and a half seconds of throw now. His read goes one, and then he looks at the second read. He's already starting to get pressure. So it really changes the rhythm as well when your offensive line is, is that much worse. And that's what happened with um, at least – Part of the problem with the Ben Browns last year was the offensive line got that much worse. Baker Mayfield was goes from three seconds of the pocket to you know one and a half seconds. So, so how does it compare to the Gophers? Um, you know, I mean, the big thing is like they've they've kept the same damn offense, and also just like it's it really is it's just come a lot down to execution. A lot of people like to just blame it's the offensive coordinator and it's the the play calling, but also it's just execution. I mean, even that Bateman dropping dropping balls. You have Morgan missing throws. Um, sometimes the, the line doesn't hold up as well, but I, I really think this is, he's just playing poorly. And I don't know exactly why. Maybe he's actually starting to play to what his real more potential was. Maybe his last year was it's just this kind of weird outlier year. Um, but, you know, for the Gophers, I mean, we do have great uh, – we do have some good quarterback prospects already with us, like someone like Zach and his Annex did who may not be healthy or completely healthy yet, but he looks to be a lot more talented, at least with arm strength and mobility and all those things than Morgan does. Because Morgan was only like a two or three-star recruit. 
Really? Yeah, because then he, he was going to go to Western Michigan when Fleck was there. And then, got, then once Fleck signed with the Gophers, he transferred the, the U to follow him. So, yeah. I that mean, a good loyalty right there. Yeah. So, I'm not that worried about it. I just as a football program as a whole, I think it's still moving in the right direction and they'll be fine. I think they're going to bounce back from a horrible year. Yeah. Okay. It won't be as they're not going to go back to what they did last year right away, but they'll build upon this year. No. If they went back to what they did last yeah, year that'd right away, insane. that'd be fucking. Yeah, nuts. like with how young they still. Was it 9 0 or something? Yeah, that was like the best they did since this, the 60s. So. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, it would still yeah. take at least a couple more years. So, like their, their last national championship, basically, you're talking about? Yeah. So, in 1960? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I, I still think the program's fine. It's just, it's a down year. But it happens sometimes, but I don't want it to happen every three or four years. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, at least they're not doing as bad as Penn State. Yeah. I don't even know if there's one game. Is Penn State good at anything? They're terrible. They're not good at football, <laughs> they're not good at hockey. Yeah, and speaking of hockey, the Gophers are doing real well in that. Yes. Thank um, you, Penn State. Yeah, last year they had a terrible start, and um, they started to get a lot better as the season went on, and then couldn't. they didn't quite have it there to really be a real contender to make it to the top four. But this, you know, and then the season got canceled, but they, they still got better. And then this year they're another high-flying Gophers team, which we're more used to seeing. So mm. uh, it's very exciting. See him at 4 0 and destroying teams right now. Yeah, Sammy Walker. Sammy Walker coming in. <laughs> coming in hot. How many games do they have left again? What was it? They were playing for 24 games this season? Yeah, they're supposed to be a 24 full game season. Um, but right now on their schedule, they only have eight. And right now they So they, we only know four more games right now. Against Michigan and Michigan State, Michigan State, so it should be a fun series. Jeez. Yeah, I mean they just—it's just part of that program that Bob Mosco is bringing in. It's a different style of hockey that we've seen for years that we had with our past coach that just didn't—it was really starting not to work. And they got always similar recruits, and we're getting different types of recruits, and got some some more small skilled players and some a little bit bigger players. Um, we're starting to get the, more of the better recruits back. Like we have the, one of the top American players, if not the top American player from this class, signed with the Gophers instead of Duluth. Um, so yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean that, that was Chaz Lucius, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Chaz Lucius from Grand, Grand Minnesota. Minnesota. We're, we pretty much live there. So yeah. It's pretty really cool it's to sick. see that uh, he's so a top prospect be from pretty much your hometown. Uh, yeah, I mean, Gophers, I mean, they got the sick throwbacks on. I actually really like those. I mean, they're they're not crazy nothing, but I don't know. They look clean. To 100th me. year anniversary, yeah. go back to basics. Back to basics. Looks slick. Yeah. That looks pretty sweet. Yeah, they're just doing well. It's just the program's just going to keep getting better and better. and Keep it up, boys. Keep it up. Yeah, they'll be fine. Got some fucking studs on the team who are just lighting it up. Sambo Ranta just having a good fucking game mm-hmm. coming off and learning to skate better and actually feeling himself so that he's going in and just trying to be flashy. Maybe a little bit too flashy, but Sometimes, still a yeah. good time. But then just Jack LaFontaine just feeling, you know, confident as a goalie and actually, you know, holding down the fort at times when shit, you know, in a COVID era season where, you know, you may be playing four games in like six days <laughs> and you're tired, but he's still, you know, 
not letting in easy shots or anything. He's not playing Dubnik style or anything like that. So very nice, you know. Overall feels very well-rounded, but we'll see how it feels against an actual, you know, top-tier team and not Penn State or, you know, Ohio. They're both ranked. They're both top, almost top ten ranked. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I do want to see them against more top four. Yeah, like UND, Minnesota State, uh, Duluth, right? Um, what was the Cornell's up there? Um, well, isn't Michigan yeah. pretty high too? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Michigan is up there. So yeah, so I'm Michigan, like, that's gonna be interesting. That's the other four and O team. Yeah, fucking draw to deal with. Yeah, so it'll be cool to see. But yeah, the, it's very exciting for the program to be moving forward. Well. Even though it's, I still don't agree with them being, you know, the Big Ten coming in with hockey. They should have just stayed with the fuck you, Penn State. Yeah, oh, you gotta fuck everything up. <laughs> we had a lot of fun rivalries before this, but uh, you know what? Hopefully, they can at least start to build something now. And, and what conference are they, are they in now? You know, in the Big Ten, before it was like the WCHA. Oh, that's when we we're in like North Dakota. So now, who do the Duluth. Gophers like? Because because Duluth and all them, they're still in the WCHA, aren't they? Yeah, they, they mainly played. They're mainly there, and the Gophers would look like Penn State and Michigan, which we still had to be games against. But it's different. Like we had, it was such a good conference that we had. We'd always fill, and it's in uh, Big Ten brought in higher prices as yeah. well. So like everything, tickets even for students. I mean, it all comes down to money then. Yeah, that's so. that's the reason that makes. I mean, it's shitty, but yeah. But now it's like, I mean, the Gopher Stadium was it wasn't barely even filled a couple of years ago. I was like, well, they got to learn how to fill it, and yeah. part of that would be nice if it was if we're back in the old conference and it was easy to fill. Yeah. But uh, at least now, regardless of what's happening, you have to find ways to fill it back up and to. I mean, obviously, the the hockey program is getting better and better again. This is finding ways. How, how do you build it back up where you can get more people into the the stadium mm-hmm. um, and then build those rivalries too? Find some way to build rivalries with Penn State and with Michigan, those, those teams, Ohio State and such. Um, you know, where to kick their ass this week? But why keep, goalie? Keep building. <laughs> 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 Yeah. I mean, we we need like yeah. a big student section again to have that the um, the funnel chat going. Yeah, funnel chat. Yeah, vacuum sieves. Yeah, all that sieves, vacuums, black holes. You suck. Luke <laughs> <laughs> had a good idea for the wild. Oh, okay. Because the wild, and we're talking about we could dive deeper on this at some other podcast um, episode, but their marketing and how it's very more targeted towards season ticket holders, more of the older generation yeah your turn for it was the iron rangers and stuff the iron rangers have yeah, the more iron range people who are not it's not shitting on them at all it's just it's targeted towards no. them but yeah but you're not like you know the national audience that the yeah. nhl normally has bringing to their games and the younger audience as well is kind of left yeah. in the dust um but one interesting thing would be to at least by behind one of the goalies nets like we do with the Gophers, is having some sort of section that is similar to what the Minnesota United does, the soccer team, where you have like, what's that? What's their section called? Supporters. Supporters. Section. Yeah. You something just like that. make fucking noise. It's cheap yeah. tickets. You cheap go tickets. out there, 
is it's the younger crowd going in to shout and support the team. Yeah, getting drunk. Soccer is more of like, you know, carnival and you have like chants and stuff like yep. that. But the big point is just get rowdy, mm. which the wild, you know, has been steering away from for a while and being more family friendly. They're, yeah, they're turning into like the twins with their fan base. Yeah. And it's. It, it works for the twins. It works for the twins because baseball's baseball's main, got that low lower energy. And no offense, but baseball is boring. Even though it's my favorite sport, I know people mm-hmm. are like it's boring. Well, they're kind of right. But 160 yeah. games a year is going to do that. Yeah, yeah, like that many games. Yeah. yeah. But the, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that because yeah, the family friendly thing. It's like it's a fucking hockey. Like they're going to beat the shit yeah, out of each other like on the ice. Like game. it's You're a high octane. Thirty high miles per hour at another yeah. dude. <laughs> Like, Lights. like you, you're, you gotta get a little, a little rowdy. Yeah, you know, the fans gotta get a little pumped up. Like when we were there, we had like one guy who was kind of not chirping, but he was just like, "What oh, the you... fuck are you doing?" Like when we went into that one game, it was a, uh, it wasn't the one we went all went to. It was the, <laughs> it was the one where we, it was like right before Boudreaux got fired. Uh, it was against the Stars, I think, at the Wild shut him oh, out. Oh yeah, and uh, I yeah, remember it was I, pretty quiet. Wasn't it was super quiet. Like, the wild like shut him out, and like yeah. the and like the fans no were weren't really making anything. any noise. We were like lower cool, level cool, seats. Yeah. We were trying to chirp a little bit, but and then like there's like a fan like a, like a few rows back who was yeah, like, yeah. "Fucking, what are you doing?" <laughs> it's like, dude, they shut out the fucking stars, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? It was, yeah, it was really weird. Like when we when we when we all went, there was a little more energy in that game because it went to overtime. So well. you were trying to chirp, trying to get the yeah. crowd rowdy. Nobody yeah. was fucking listening to us. No. Right, we were in the fucking nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing was for some people behind us, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 yeah. In front of us, so I was like, fucking flicking beer at like, <laughs> like, fans. <laughs> Probably weren't too happy. But, you know, fuck them. I don't know why the fuck they're wearing Calgary colors in Minnesota. Like, that's not close to here. You're not fucking from Wisconsin. You're traveling fucking 2,000 miles to show up in my stadium. Fuck you. <laughs> You're not welcome here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, assholes. They, 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 <laughs> Wild needs something like that to to spice it up and to have a better marketing towards this a little bit younger generation. Yeah, because you know. because I mean, truth be told, there there are not a lot of Wild fans that are our age. I mean, maybe there are it's mainly like just people who grew up with like hockey families and people who much. are going to be hockey fans no matter yeah what. no matter what right. kind of within the culture, which is pl- plenty of Minnesotans, obviously, but it's not like. Uh, like a fucking, you'll go to a Timberwolves game or something like that yeah. just for fun. Yeah, you know, there's not many people like, oh, let's just randomly go to the wild game. You know, it's more like they're going to go to Timberwolves cheaper. Yeah. And have a lot more tart. That's their main target. If the Timberwolves didn't suck, their tickets would be a lot more expensive, though. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's a good true. point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just an idea that to help them. But like, even then, the wild, like, suck. Like, for, they don't suck, but like, they're too good. You they're, know what you're gonna get. They're they're too the good part. to be early draft picks, but they're not good enough to be a Stanley Cup contender. Yeah, it's like super chill to get tickets if you wait till like an hour before the game. And be like, oh, like cool, twenty four bucks. bucks. Yeah. yeah, but like most people don't know that, so they're not gonna be enticed to go to a game where most dudes just fucking look like a mix of Guy Fieri and fucking I don't know who's that one guy who's the germaphobe who does on cooking shows. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what the hell are you talking uh, about? Sugar buys like uh... <laughs> 
regardless, you don't fit in if you're not like in the hockey crowd and you show up to a hockey game. You're, like, <laughs> yeah, you're weird. not part of the hard hockey culture. It's kind of hockey it's culture different. in Minnesota yeah. is so it's like a different thing. Yeah, it's which is it's great to have here. It's great to but feel you have like, to bring in new blood. Yeah, you can't just be sitting there and be like, all right, now it's time. My kids <laughs> raised on this, and I was yeah. raised on this, and then yeah. I'm from Virginia, Minnesota, and I came down here to tell you to fuck off. Yeah, yeah but, you know, like Billy G, he's talking about bringing culture, and I'm sure he might be thinking about that, the way they market the team, too. Like, very, get your asses in the seats, wild fans. Yeah, like, let's fucking go. Bring in the young kids, get that section going. Yeah. And that's like, I don't think any other NHL team has anything like that. No. So that'd be fucking sick for them to start that. I think the closest thing they have is like Boston, where people are just misbehaved. Boston, <laughs> where everyone's just fighting anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were dumb as Boston. <laughs> I know, but Minnesotans are too fucking nice, dude. Yeah. We're all too nice. We're like, you know, they don't want to nice reserved Losers. Yeah, we're all fucking losers. That's what we Get are. Out there, throw some nachos at some dumb cunt who's just fucking talking too much and start a fight. <laughs> What I it's want, like, get banned, get... come back, wear a hat, who cares? Kurkowski would get in so many fights in Boston. You know how much I read about getting banned from stadiums and how easy it is to get into stadiums again once it gets banned, like, <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> well, like, yeah, they're not gonna, like, oh, let me see your ID, like, yeah, it's like, security's not gonna fucking, yeah, like, they don't know, they're getting paid, like, what? They have to like check this in. This is not advocating for violence. I'm just saying have a good time. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there are there are problems with not problems, you know, but like Lucas talked about before with the Minnesota United team, where you have certain fans complaining about people being loud in the supporters section. Yeah, it's Does like it more sense? common than like you think, and I feel like that also be like I don't know. Minnesota has like a weird self hatred thing, especially with hockey. Just because of you know uh, perpetual monotony and just ending up you know mm-hmm. first round and then get out, where it's like you feel like your fate is chosen. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know, people just need to feel the heart of the game again and just get hyped for that game. You don't need to think about the season every single fucking yeah. you know game. Just go there to have a good time. You win, you know three two or four two. Fuck yeah, you fucking won. Just have a good time, get rowdy, and then you know, blank your clear slate, go to the next game or don't go to the next game and just live for the moment. You don't need to also complain about just people getting too rowdy around you. So you're asking a bunch of fans to change their mindsets. Easier fucking said than done for a lot of these fucking people. <laughs> that is part which of is it. insane. Yeah. Part of it's that, part of it's also encouraging and, and, and marketing and um, targeting. Yeah. Simply a younger audience and, and more so like some sort of supporter section of people that can that then, actually want to cheer. And then just watch, you're gonna get a bunch of fucking like boomers being like, Oh like the times have changed and I don't like it. I don't I don't like how this is going. I'm never gonna be a wild fan again. Yeah, it's I like all right, well then okay. I would not care at all. Okay, well then uh, GTFO then bud. Yeah, Bye. they would totally still fill it up. Like, yeah. I mean oh. there's still people that say that about the NFL and they watch it every Sunday. No. So they see you know, all the you know, <laughs> yeah. they get into it, but yeah. you know that they'll say the same similar things about oh this NFL's to this and that and they still watch it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just some marketing strategies for the wild to take forth. I know that I can't remember that guy's name who had who's head of marketing, but if he wants to hire me, I'm free. 
Yeah, I don't know your name, but uh, give me a call. <laughs> give me a call. You got a, you got a, you got a degree in sports marketing, but yeah, give Vinny yeah. Larson a fucking call because he knows the, the heartbeat in Minnesota. That could be a good endpoint. Ooh, <laughs> add that to your resume. Ooh. The yeah, heartbeat of Minnesota. Heartbeat of Vinny, Minnesota. the heartbeat of Minnesota <laughs> Larson. <laughs> From Matamita, Minnesota. <laughs> Home, home of the, the home of the 2020 state champions. Exactly. Oh. Zephyrs. Oh yeah, shout out Sam Dardis. Fucking 40 saves in a fucking game against <laughs> yeah. in, Insane. Nuts, kid. 15 years old. Fucking stud. Absolute stud. Crushed it. I'll cover his tab in. I still can't believe they won that fucking game. I can't believe that either. They were like, especially in the overtime. I was like, oh no. And they they won. Nuts. Just nuts. They only had like what twelve shots on goal. Yeah, <laughs> twelve <laughs> shots. They won the game. Well, I could fuck German <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, one of the announcers would be like, oh, "I really want town, town to win." win. I was like, shut the, "Shut the fuck up!" They won like five in like <laughs> the past like six years, and Monomia has never won. He's like, "Yeah, I kind of wanted to see German town win." Yeah, I'm a big fan of. Uh... Oh fuck, I can't think of like a. I like the Patriots, so I can't say the Patriots every time. <laughs> Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking Bama. Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Play some football. Ohio State's overrated. Well, didn't they win a national title recently, too, though? I think a few yeah, years I think ago. So, yeah. Okay, they're not overrated then. They're not overrated. They didn't look that good against Indiana. That's what we're looking for, though, is people who win too much. And it's like, why would you root for someone who. As like an uh, ambiguous fan, who gives a shit yeah, about like unless you there? actually are from there, though. Yeah, Gold jacket, right. green jacket, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we at? Uh, we're about to fucking end this episode. That's where we're at. All right. We're at 29 minutes, so... We need to sign off from our first episode at Schmoes. First episode of Schmoes, first episode in seven months. Holy <laughs> shit, we finally did it. Finally, we, made it. we made it. We made it. We're going to get famous, folks. You just wait. Us, hey there, bud fans, have solved the Wilds marketing crisis. Buy stock now and hey there, bud, and schmoes hoes. We don't have stock, bud. Buy now. (laughs) Give us money. We need bus fare. Yeah. To go to the Wild Games. Go to the Wild Games. To go to fucking Uptown. Go to Tom Reed's. Tom Reed's, dude. Think we can do a special episode of Tom Reed's. Tom Reed's kicks Dude, that'd be too long. Out. No, Tom Reed kicks you guys out in like two seconds. All right, bud, we got seven seconds left. All Anything right. else you want to say quick? We'll see you guys later. Do-do-do. All right, bud. TTYL, love you. Bye.